Today's episode is brought to you by the Metaverse. Are you sick and tired of reality? Are you finding it increasingly difficult to get out of bed in the morning, in the afternoon, at night? Do you wish you had a virtual cocoon to crawl into? Well, we have a solution for you. It's called the Metaverse, M-E-T-A-V-E-R-S-E. It is 100% owned and controlled by wise technocrats. It makes virtual purchases a breeze, and holy shit, is it entertaining. Guaranteed to be the most exciting experience you've had since real life. Again, go to www.metaverse.com. Also brought to you by Baba G DIY Edible Kits. Do you like cannabis? I know you do. Maybe you do. I shouldn't assume, but if you love edibles and you want to make your own, you're sick of paying those exorbitant prices at the dispensary, go to Ollie G. I'm sorry. Why do I keep saying Ollie G? It's Baba. It's OregonBaba.com. It's called Baba G. But the website is OregonBaba.com. They have candy molds and candy mixers that allow you to make some delicious homemade uh, edible gummies at home. you got to supply your own hash oil, though, whatever you have. Make sure it's legal in your state. Of course, uh, again, that's OregonBaba.com. Lastly, check out my buddy Stan at Wiss Inc. Creative. Wiss Inc. Creative should be your go-to stop for any logo uh, or graphic design work. Maybe you have a business or a bowling team or, hey, how about the uh, the fastest-growing sport, cornhole? Maybe you got a cornhole board you want personalized, customized, or even the bags themselves. Uh, check out Wiss Inc. Creative on any social media platform. Uh, you're going to love what they got. Uh, or email the man directly at Stan Wiss Inc. That's W-I-S-S-I-N-K at gmail.com. On to the pod. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to the Hey. Okay. Haha. <laughs> Happy hour episode 80 something. It was 1980 something. <clears throat> Happy December 12th to you. Uh, not, what is it, 12, 12, 21? Not quite a palindrome. This is the month of palindromes, right? 12, 0, no, 12, 1, 1, 12, 2, 2, 21. Anyway, um, I apologize for my voice. I, like 70% of the world's population, uh, have a, a sore throat right now. You notice that? Everybody's got a sore throat? Doesn't matter if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. People go, my throat hurts. People go, I got a goddamn cold. People go, oh my God, am I dying from the Omicron that hasn't killed anybody yet? that only vaccinated people get for some reason? Why would it only target vaccinated people? Is it just because unvaccinated people don't get tested? Because they don't believe in it? Is that why? Where is Where are the unvaxxed Omicron cases? I know there's got to be a couple. There's got to be at least three, you would think. I don't know. Oh, boy. Um, is this Omicron going to break the narrative? Is this going to be the make or break strain 
Like, if we freak out about this shit and we fall for this again, like Charlie Brown with the football, if Lucy tricks us with this shit variant, I think we're just gone. Right? I mean, there's no turning back. But I don't know, man. Even people I know who are vaxxed are like, what the fuck is this all about, man? I got a goddamn booster. Right? They're like, hey, this Omicron, very dangerous. Why? Well, it seems to evade the vaccines. Oh, that's not good. So what's the solution? Well, you should probably get a booster of the same vaccine that it evades. <clears throat> Isn't it the cold? Isn't Omicron the cold? Whatever happened to the cold? The cold. I like these people test negative for COVID. They're like, oh, shoo. Dodged a bullet there. I only have the flu, which is actually worse. Um. I tested positive for COVID. I'd fucking celebrate. Holy shit, it's just COVID? You mean I can kick this shit with monoclonal antibodies? That's it? Some zinc, some fucking vitamin D, some C? That's what I heard from Dr. Joe Rogan. He seems to be a healthy fella, as does that uh, that quarterback. Thank God I have the COVID. Thank God I'm only going to be sick for two days. Man, if I had the goddamn flu, whoo. I've noticed when you get the flu, because everybody gets the flu. I get it maybe once every six years. I'm talking the real flu, you know. That shit where you're like, oh my God. You get those fever dreams. You're just like hallucinating. You can't even sleep because the fever is too strong and you're achy. Everything tastes weird. Maybe shitting. Uh, by the time you, you the second day you got nothing in your system so you, you no longer have the diarrhea okay it's getting gross but my point is the flu fucking sucks and what's interesting when the flu peaks anytime you have the flu when it, it's at a worst point at that point you're like oh my god i know what it feels like to want to die if i died right now i might even be for it this sucks so bad right it's horrible but then you get better and literally three days after you're better like you forget all about it. Something like your brain just turns off like what should be a, a super traumatic experience. You know, if you're in pain, if you're in so much misery, you welcome death. That's a big life experience. And I'd say most of us get this sick at least twice a decade. I know some of you health nuts are like, I take all my vitamins. I haven't been sick in 20 years. Good for you. I know some of you are like, I am perpetually sick, Matt. I have immunodeficiency, and I go through that, I'm sad to say, multiple times a year. I feel for you. I feel that sucks. But most people get that sick about twice a decade. And we just, boop, like fucking men in black. We just forget about it. I think that's our body's way of just protecting ourselves from, uh, I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? You ever been that sick? It fucking sucks, man. But my point is, you get that sick now, in this time frame, man, you might literally die. You might be, I got the fucking deadly thing. I'm just going to shut it down. Shut it down. Don't shut it down. Um, Boy, this is starting off on a morbid, morbid foot. Let's lighten it up. Let's talk about a, a holiday. What do we have, a holiday? Last time I talked to you was a while ago. What's happened since then? I had a birthday. Nobody cares. You're an adult. You're, an, you're a man. Nobody gives a fuck about your birthday. And uh, Pearl Harbor Day, another birthday, uh, the birth of the 
Second World War. Um, December 7th, 1941. A date which will live in infamy. Infamy, man. That was back when presidents could give speeches and use words above a 10th grade reading level. You know? Can you imagine Biden giving that speech? Joe, Joseph Biden, president. You know, I put president in quotes. The guy that we call the president. The guy they fucking put up there, they inject him with some fucking adrenaline, throw him in front of some cameras. Pray to God, cross your fingers, hope he remembers at least half of his lines. Don't shit yourself on national television. Just try not to pinch it off. Try to keep, they probably put him on a fast. Put him on a 24-hour fast before he goes into public. Got to make sure his system's all cleared out. That, or they give him that colonoscopy stuff that you have to drink before you go to the, you know, the colonoscopy colonoscopy i can't fucking pronounce the damn word right you know what i'm talking about <clears throat> the thing you take and it just gives you massive diarrhea why am i talking about diarrhea twice now already this is gross but you know what i'm talking about the colonoscopy juice two hours in you're shitting like pure water you're, you're pissing out of your ass at a certain point why do they do that they got to be able to see up there you right they can't have a bunch of shit smeared around your lower intestine they need that clean right so i bet that's what they do to biden right they clear them all out Make sure there's no way that uh, he's got any anything in his intestines when he's going out there in public. That's how he, he stays thin. And if he does dribble a little bit, it'll just be a little bit of clear water dribbling out of his ass. No one will notice, right? You got all the nasty stuff out of him. You blew it out of his colon. He's fine. Put him in front of the cameras, right? But imagine him tell, talking about fucking Pearl Harbor. You think he'd be as eloquent as FDR? I don't think so. He'd be like, Hey, hey, man, fucking, uh, we got to get back at these Japs here because, uh, you know, the thing, you know, the thing. Uh, whatever. I got to work on my Biden impression. He's a, uh, you would think it'd be an easy impression, you know, the Biden impression. Here's what I've noticed with past presidents. It usually takes one, one guy, one impressionist will crack the code on an impression, and then suddenly everybody can do the impression, right? Because it's not so much like Dana Carvey, like the first Bush. A lot of you are like, who the fuck is Dana Carvey? I'm 20 years old. Well, there's this guy named Dana Carvey, brilliant SNL cast member, great impressionist. But he did the first George Herbert Walker. Was that his name? Herbert Walker? George H.W. Bush? The first Bush. Um... But his, his impression was great, but it wasn't, like, accurate. It was just iconic. And suddenly, everybody was doing Bush impressions, but they were really doing an impression of Dana Carvey's impression of George Bush. Similar thing with Daryl Hammond in the 90s with, with Clinton. Clinton, I'm sorry, Daryl Hammond cracked that code, and then once he cracked that code, everybody could do the, the, the Clinton impression, except for me. Um, right. What's my point? So who's cracked the Biden code on the impression? There's got to be some guy. I haven't watched SNL this year. Has, has are they doing a Biden impression, or are they just like supporting him by doing impressions of the other side? Um, they should have who? Who did I see or hear suggest that SNL should have Trump come on? And uh, 
play Alec Baldwin. Because, <laughs> you know, say what you will about Trump. Alec Baldwin killed a lady. Um, not on purpose, but he, he did, you know, he shot. If that's true, I'm just going by what the, the story was. Alec Baldwin killed. Once you do that, man, you can't make fun of anybody. So you can't have Alec Baldwin making fun of Trump at this. We got to have Trump making fun of Alec Baldwin. Um, come on, this kit writes itself. You just have you throw in Dick Cheney, right? Dick Cheney, Alec Baldwin, Donald Trump as himself. No, no, no. Donald Trump is playing Alec Baldwin. Um, bring back Daryl Hammond to do uh, Cheney. And um, come on, it writes itself. Remember the hunting trip with Cheney? He shot a guy in the face. Shot a guy in the face. Didn't get into any trouble. In fact, I think his victim apologized to him, like gave a press conference and apologized to to Dick Cheney. Um, come on, Alec Baldwin, Dick Cheney on a hunting trip. Do I even need to write anything? No, you just throw that to the actors. Hey, this is the this is the setup. They could improvise that shit. The premise is good enough. So get Donald Trump on SNL. Speaking of Trump, been watching the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Hearing about it? Have been keeping in touch with it? Because uh, Trump was implicated in that shit. I know he tried to distance himself from it. Like, yeah, you know, he's a bad guy. Uh, yeah, I stopped hanging around with him in the mid-90s. Maybe that's true. But what did you do before then, huh? What did you do before you got annoyed? Were you, what are you doing? You're making s'mores? Is that what you're doing? Were you playing NHL 94 on the Sega Genesis, you and, and Epstein? Hmm? Were, you, were you smoking candy cigarettes behind the bleachers there? Is that what you were doing with, with Jeffrey Epstein? Just hanging out? Hmm? Bill Gates, all these guys. Bill Clinton, 27 times on that, on that airplane. What were you doing on that airplane, Bill? Hmm? I just like the coffee. I wouldn't expect much out of this trial as far as revelations. I mean, they suicided the bastard. They either suicided him or they fake suicided him and broke him out of that fucking thing. Whatever the fuck happened. He was in a maximum security prison, managed to hang himself sitting down. Cameras happened to break. I don't know. It's the whole thing. Nobody believed. Not even like the skeptics, the people who love to shit on quote unquote conspiracy theories. Even they're like, yeah, that, that shit's uh, that motherfucker didn't kill himself. It implicated too many people. The tops, the top rungs of power are all implicated in this massive blackmail campaign, evidently uh, put on by a combination of the CIA, Mossad, and Saudi intelligence. Is that, is that what you're trying to tell me? There's an island? Uh, but what you do on that plane, Bill? You just play some poker, do a little gambling, got a little crazy, did a little gambling, did a little shooter, had a little shot of scotch. Yeah, is that it? Because you could do that shit anywhere. You know what I mean? Why do you got to go to that island? What'd you do on the island? You just sat on the beach? I just sat on the beach, drank some margaritas. Did I get a Did I get a massage? Yes, I did. I got a massage. No sexual things happened with minors. Uh, they had to go to the island to do this shit. Why? Why go to the island? I get it. Islands are pretty cool. I guess if you had your own, what the fuck am I talking about? If I had my own island, I'd be like, let's go to this fucking island. You know, that doesn't mean you got to fuck underage people. So don't listen to me. But it is a little suspicious, huh? 
It's a little, little, little weird. It's like, why? How'd this guy get the money? How'd I get the money? He was financed. Doesn't it seem he was financed? Bill Gates was going to him asking for money? Think about how crazy that is. Like Bill Gates, the rich, supposedly the richest guy in the country, or at least was at that point. He's got to go tail between the legs to this fucking random real estate guy in New York and asking him for money, asking him for connections to potential investors. You're Bill Gates. You just, did you hear about Bill Gates, uh, his bribery of the media? He has um, invested about $300 million. I got to get the fucking number right. I want to give you fake news here. But the Bill Gates Foundation has bought off a bunch of uh, media outlets. And the funding it takes to do that, you know, it, it doesn't take that much funding. Yeah, $319 million. $319 million ought to do it. <laughs> you know how much fucking newspapers make off their shitty advertisements and their subscriptions? Nowhere near that. Um, all right, here it is. Documents show Bill Gates has given $319 million to media outlets to promote his global agenda. Um, recipients of this cash include many of America's most important news outlets, including CNN, NBC, NPR, PBS, The Atlantic, <laughs> the BBC, <laughs> The Guardian, The Financial Times. The Daily Telegraph, Der Spiegel, <laughs> Al Jazeera. Holy shit. Man, he gave $13 million to The Guardian alone. Holy fuck. Uh, Univision, $6 million. God damn. Because I worked in media, man. I've worked at newspapers. I have worked for alt-weeklies. I know the basic economics of how much they make. And what the overhead is, a lot of them are in the red. You give one of these motherfuckers, forget $12 million. You give them $500,000, they're going to kiss your ring. So that's why you don't see any negative reporting. That's what explains everything. This whole uh, people hate billionaires thing, except for Bill Gates. Like People shit on every billionaire. They'll shit on Elon Musk, who actually makes things that are pretty useful, that push the human race forward. Um, you got Bill Gates. Nobody wants, to, they defend him. You can't make fun of Bill Gates because you're a conspiracy theorist if you do, according to the media outlets that have <laughs> accepted $300 million from him. How are you going to bite the hand that feeds you $300 million fuck dollars? Do you know how crazy that fucking figure is? 300 mil, like he just like writes a random, and here's for some good PR. Here, three, here's a third of a billion dollars. <laughs> oh my God. That's fucking crazy. You expect any negative press if you do that, even though he's clearly a supervillain? Guy's clearly a supervillain, Bill Gates. Right? I mean, his origin story, he like stole a bunch of ideas from actual nerds, dropped out of college because he knew he could figure a way to make bank. He, he was so corrupt that even the federal government, the American federal government was like, hey, hey, guy, go a little too far. <laughs> they had to break up the Microsoft in 98, whenever the fuck it was. 
He's a he was a pirate of Silicon Valley. Wasn't that his original? Yar. He was a socially awkward. You ever see that video of him trying to dance at the unveiling of the night Windows ninety eight, whatever the fuck it was? Holy shit! You watch him try to dance, you're like oh that's that's not a human. Um, that's something strange. The biggest thing he's been fighting against is overpopulation. You know, that's a weird thing to be against people having more people. Um, that's his whole thing, but he's a charitable man cause he made a charity, uh, to get out of taxes. You know, the Melinda Gates foundation, his nickname in Africa is kill bill. Cause every time his shitty vaccines show up, a bunch of people die. And then the media doesn't report it because he pays them money. I think the only media outlet that reported on the deaths in a girls school this is a a charter school in india i think it was the india times and i don't see the india times on the list of uh, recipients from the bill gates money which i guess you know i haven't heard any bad stories about these vaccines well he owns the media dude or or no no he just given 300 million just no i don't no go ahead Go ahead. You can reveal my evil agenda. Go right ahead. I only gave you 300 million. Oh, God. It's so gross. It's so in front of our face. But if you if you talk about it, you, you know, you sound like a loon. Uh, yeah, like I need to talk about Bill Gates to sound like a loon. Fair enough. What else? Minnesota Public Radio. He gave $1.2 million to Minnesota Public Radio. Right? It's public. It's public. They're already getting taxpayer fucking money. So you tell me you're a, you're a, you're a state media outlet. You're state media, which you should never trust, by the way. We don't trust state media in other countries. I don't know why the fuck you would trust state media in your own country. So you're state media. So you could just tax the fuck out of people to get your revenue. You don't have to make a profit, right? Because you can take your income by force. And then on top of it, you're accepting $1.2 million from some fucking supervillain? The fuck is going on? Minnesota Public Radio. Good. I don't know if I used to live in Minnesota. I wrote for an alt weekly there. You know, I have to pay attention to NPR. Jesus Christ. It's like catnip for pseudos. Pseudos, man. I guess suds. You don't have to say, oh, you can just leave it at suds. There's some way, I don't know, I can't describe. There's a certain tone. Certain tone to the uh to the to their presentation. It's like freaking catnip for suits. But uh yeah, it's state media, man. State fucking media, which brings us back to Jeslaine Maxwell. You ain't gonna hear no shit from her. And here's why. The aspects of the case that are most pertinent to the public interest. Uh, in other words, which public officials were implicated in, in this? Who are the other criminals involved? The, who are the other people committing child rape, in other words? And how were they funded? Where did the financing come from? You know, the, th- the things that are pertinent to the public interest. All that has been redacted. Now, this is kind of old news, mind you, but it's very uh, relevant to the case, to the trial that's occurring now. This was back in uh, earlier this year in March, before the trial. Uh, so 
First, the prosecuting side, the U.S. federal government, the U.S. government, you know, that's the prosecuting side, they made a request to U.S. Judge Allison J. Nathan to redact certain portions of the case, and uh, the judge agreed. She ruled that some of the details were too, quote, sensational and impure, end quote, to reveal. Sensational and impure to reveal. Now, that's kind of strange, right? When do you ever see the prosecuting side trying to protect accessories to crimes? That's a first for me. I've never seen that or heard of that before in my life. Typically, it's the opposite. Typically, a prosecuting uh, attorney is going to try to get you to roll over and to expose. Like if you're a drug dealer, you get popped. You're going to try to get who'd you get it from. They want to go after the bigger fish or maybe even the smaller fish or same size fish. But they want to cast a, a wider net and if, if for nothing else to have uh, more leverage when it comes to plea bargaining. But what's so it's crazy about this redaction that happened earlier this year before the actual trial was it was not only the defendant, it was the prosecuting side. So first, the prosecuting, the the federal government. Well, let me read it Uh, here. Story here. U.S. District Judge Allison J. Nathan on Thursday adhered to most of the redactions filed by the U.S. government on its case and added several redactions of transcript interviews at Maxwell's request. So in other words, both the defense and the prosecution are requesting the judge to omit a lot of pertinent information in this case. The implications are very fucked up. I don't need to tell you that. Of course, we're talking about the Epstein case. It's already stinks to high heaven. Um, so in other words, there's no, this seems to be a self-contained case. You know, Maxwell will be found guilty or not guilty, but we're not going to see who else was involved which is absolutely insane when you think about what the crime actually is. It's a child sex trafficking ring. It's a ring. She's a key player in a ring, and it implicates... Jesus Christ, if you get a rub and tug from a a Chinese massage parlor, it doesn't matter if you're the owner of a NFL football team, they'll come after your ass as an accessory, as just a guy who got jerked off legally. I guess it's not legal if it's uh, prostitution, but you get what I'm saying. We're talking about an international sex trafficking ring that goes to the highest echelons of government science and entertainment and they're going to keep that redacted they're going to not go after accessories to this crime to rapists so uh don't hold your breath on on major revelations there uh by the way remember uh, if you heard last podcast i was I was shitting on news anchors. Now, I know there's some good news anchors out there. I don't want to generalize. I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush. But uh, I did mention Brian Williams. Uh, Brian Williams, as you may recall, uh, got in a little bit of trouble for lying about uh, being in a war zone, being shot at in a helicopter. Turns out it was all made up and yada yada. But he does have a wonderful voice. He's a, a wonderful teleprompter reader. And... Who knows? He might even he might even have a soul. But anyway, he uh, has resigned, or he has quit his post. He has resigned, I should say. Did I say resigned twice? He quit. Retired. That's the word I'm looking for. 
And his outgoing message was kind of cryptic. Did you hear this? Let me read this to you. Um, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck he's saying. I did say it was cryptic. So this is his last. He's signing off. Brian Williams. Been doing this job for damn near 30 years, I believe. He said, and I quote, The darkness of the edge of town has spread to the main roads and highways and neighborhoods. It's now at the local bar and the bowling alley, at the school board and the grocery store, and it must be acknowledged and answered for. Grown men and women who swore an oath to our Constitution, elected by their constituents, possessing the kinds of college degrees I could only dream of, have decided to join the mob and become something they are not, while hoping we somehow forget who they were. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside. That should scare you to no end as much as it scares an aging volunteer fireman. Now, make of that what you will. I don't know. I mean, it seems like a guy who's trying to distance himself from some coming shitstorm. It's hard to tell if he's critiquing like the i don't know i guess uh, cryptic is uh it is cryptic but i don't know what what, what do you make of that the fuck do you, do you make of that and then let's put a bow on this whole episode here we gotta we gotta end this shit but let's make it come full circle back to uh to cnn who <laughs> This isn't funny. It, it's gr- it's so f- gross and pervasive. You you gotta just chuckle and shake your head at the madness of it all. CNN producer accused of coaxing parents underage girls into quote sexual training. John Griffin was charged with three counts of using a facility of interstate commerce to lure minors and their mothers to his Vermont home. So this is CNN, of course, Bill Gates funded CNN, uh, who's been downplaying the crazy idea of a pedophile ring or or that uh, sex trafficking is a major problem in this country. I don't know if you've seen these. You'll see it a lot. Atlantic just had a story about the downplaying. Oh, it's a new, it's a moral panic. It's all bullshit. Well, your guy that's paying you all this money, Bill Gates, He's implicated in this, if you recall. His wife divorced him because of his dealings with Jeffrey Epstein. And now we have CNN, uh, a producer from CNN, getting caught, arrested by the FBI on Friday after a federal grand jury charged him with enticing minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity at his Vermont property. This is so gross, I don't want to read it. You get the general idea, though. This guy was trying to get mothers to basically give them, give him their daughters. Ugh. And uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of there's a lot of shit floating up. You know what I mean? A lot of sh- little, a lot of turds are popping up in the in the pool here. You know, they told us that the swimming pool was uh, free of turds. You know, and first we saw a few turds propping up over at the Vatican Catholic Church section of the pool. Bloop, bloop. Oh, there's some turds. Oh, don't worry. It's just one thing. Clean it up. Clean it up. And then we get these fucking turds 
bloop, 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 from the Epstein trial. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Now we got CNN producers. The rats are jumping ship. You got news anchors retiring, giving cryptic messages on their way out the door. Am I being paranoid? God, I hope so. But doesn't it seem we're, we're approaching some weird precipice? Is that just the seasonal affective disorder talking? <laughs> it is that time of year, man. December sucks. Before, well, Christmas is cool. But, uh, you know, the what is the shortest day of the year? The 21st? Let's just uh, let's just chalk it up to to ne- let's chalk all this negativity up to the fact that it's dark right now at what is it four four something p.m. All right, guys, you have a <laughs> segue to you guys. Make sure you have a merry Christmas. Uh, here's the good news, though. If this shit is true, the the deepest darkest shit that appears to be true, if it is indeed true. This means it was true for, or it has been true for a long time, and it only seemed innocent because we weren't aware of it. And it's becoming public. It's sunlight is shining on some dark corners that were hitherto in the shadows. So as disturbing as all as all this shit is, it is necessary. If it was happening, to go from it's happening and nobody knows to fixing it, you have to go through the process of it being known, of it being found out. And that's always the grossest moment. You know what I mean? We find out this stuff and then, uh, I don't know, hopefully we can clean house. Because there's got to be good, even in the most corrupt institutions, even the U.S. government, there's good people, right? There's got to be. Why wouldn't there be? Uh, in the FBI, even. In the CIA. There's got to be people out there that are disgusted by, even if it's an isolated, small, little, uh, bad apples that are doing all this shit. There's no way that can keep going if there's at least a few good people with consciences. And maybe we're beginning to see this stuff because... They're finally acting on their conscience. All right, that was my attempt to to find some uh, silver lining in all this. How'd I do? Hmm? How'd I do? We'll be all right, right? We're just going to have to make... uh, We have to go through that little stage where we just go... Well, um, let's cut this one short. It's not even short. Let's just cut this one off right now. And I will talk to you, jibba-jabba, at you... Before Christmas, I'll, I'll make that uh, a promise before Christmas at the very least. Until then, uh, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Um, toodaloo.